This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings from Taiwan. Time for Fan Mail Friday, where we'll be answering your questions and dropping some knowledge and feedback to help you kick the weekend off right. If you're new to the Art of Charm podcast, this isn't a great place to start. Most of our content is more in-depth and longer format. So check out the best of at theartofcharm.com slash best or the fundamentals toolbox at theartofcharm.com slash toolbox. That's where we've got our fundamentals of body language and nonverbal communication, attraction, negotiation, networking, and everything else we teach here at The Art of Charm. All right, let's cut to it. Hi, Jordan and team. My boyfriend and I have been together for several years. He's a type B personality, very caring and intelligent, and he has a ton of potential. He's a complainer, and I, as a type A fixer, immediately respond with what he could do in any given situation. Suffice it to say, it's not bringing us closer together, which causes friction. It leaves me feeling like he's avoiding making a decision or otherwise simply not being effective. What can I personally do to be better at listening without trying to fix the quote-unquote problem that I immediately have to identify when he's talking? But also, how can I offer advice in a way that will make him want to actually execute on some of my or his ideas? Thanks for doing what you do. Your podcast has become an invaluable resource to me, as it has and continues to be for many others. Best, Celine. Hey, Celine, this is a really common issue. Actually, though, the roles tend to be reversed normally. Normally, it's the guy asking us this question. In fact, I feel like we did one of these earlier on Fan Mail Friday in an earlier episode. Very often, it's men who try to fix women's problems with unsolicited advice, and they end up hitting walls. So my advice to you will be the same as my advice to the guys out there. Listen first, and then ask what the situation is, and then act, not the other way around. You also need to set boundaries. For example, I had a college roommate, and he would always complain about how this girl didn't do that, and this didn't work, and how he's pining over that girl, and we would give him a ton of advice, a ton of action steps. He wouldn't follow any of our advice, and it would always blow up in his face. So eventually we said, listen, man, you can't vent about whatever problem, whatever girl, whatever person, if you're not going to fix it. Don't be too harsh, though. People, especially in relationships, your significant other, for example, still needs to feel that they can vent to you. But if it's a recurring issue, recurring complaint about the exact same thing, and they won't act or they won't take your advice, you have to preserve your own sanity and remove yourself from their pattern. So there's a difference between venting about gas prices and venting about a friend who always takes advantage of them. One requires action. One is simply a proxy for stress relief. 
And how much complaining is this person actually doing? Is this a deal breaker for you or is it simply frustrating? You need to decide that for yourself, what your threshold, what your tolerance level is. If it's a deal breaker, you need to set a hard boundary and ask what can be done about it. Ask them what they can do about their situation. Let him know it can ruin your relationship and ruin everything. So I hope this helps, Celine. And as for you guys out there who are encountering the same situation, the same advice applies. Dear Jordan, no trouble getting the girl here. I've been married to her for 15 years. In times past, we were very sexually adventurous. I'm talking stuff that should have gotten us arrested for doing it in public adventurous. Nowadays, though, I'm the one chasing after her, trying to get her into bed. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, and I feel like your advice really applies to all kinds of situations. Now I'm putting you to the test. How do I reignite the spark and get her chasing me like she used to? Signed, Charmed Married Man. Hey, man, what you're talking about is pretty typical in marriages from what I've seen and heard over the years working here at The Art of Charm and getting a lot of dirty details on people's stories. Biology and evolutionary psych plays a role here, and it's not to our advantage as monogamous couples a lot of the time. But fortunately, I can give you a bit of light at the end of the tunnel type of hope. Tons of couples go through this, and basically all of them that address it openly and honestly get their sex lives back on track. So what do I think you should do? Remember the days when you and your wife first got together. You weren't living together, you weren't aware of each other's irritating habits, you didn't know what the other one was like when they got sick or walked around in old dirty underwear. You can't return to that point in time. It's over. What you can do, however, is act as if you were in those days. I'm not suggesting you pretend that things are other than what they are. What I am suggesting is that you go out of your way to inject a little romance back into the situation. Take her out on a date, a proper date, not dinner and a movie, but something really exciting. No talking about chores, the house, the kids, the bills, none of that stuff. An actual date. Take her out dancing, take her on a drive to the beach, or something that you would do with a woman you were trying to impress. Now comes the hard part. Spice things up. It sounds like you guys were pretty adventurous in your earlier years, particularly with regard to location and time. If things are boring, it might be because you've fallen back into the old missionary sex in bed with the lights off trap. Try getting busy in the kitchen, on the living room floor, whatever suits your fancy. Get a hotel room for the night. Skip work to spend a day in bed with her. Stuff like that. You'll definitely be being proactive, but I wouldn't necessarily call it chasing. And once her fires are rekindled, you'll definitely notice that she's back on the chase. Best of luck, man. Let us know how it goes. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. 
You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash charm. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to kajabi.com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. Johnny, we know if you listen to the show, you are driven. In fact, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to recent Indeed survey. We have hired a lot of team members over the last 17 years. Going through endless resumes, well, that's a time sink. But you know what else is a time sink? Interviewing endless people because they're all going to give you the best face forward. That's why we love Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash charm. Just go to indeed.com slash charm right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash charm. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, back to Fan Mail Friday. Dear Jordan, not exactly in your wheelhouse, strictly speaking, but what time do you get up? I'm trying to make the most out of my day, and I figured you'd be a good person to ask about this. Signed, Sleepy Sal. Hey, Sal. Well, I usually get up around 7, 7.30 a.m., sometimes 8. really depends on when I get to bed. The problem for you and for me is that it has nothing to do with when you should get up in the morning. The thing you want to do is evaluate when you're the most productive and aim to be awake during those hours. Another aspect you can consider is are you getting everything done? Getting up an extra hour early in the morning can give you tons of time to fit in things like a workout, writing, reading, things that you want to get done but aren't getting done because you quote unquote don't have enough time. Getting things done before you go to work helps to short circuit the routine where you don't get things done because you're too tired after a long day at work. Some people do get up earlier, though. Try Hal Elrod's Morning Miracle or The Miracle Morning. He's got a great book on the subject of being more productive earlier in the day. And it's tough to do, frankly. It requires a habit of enforcing an early bedtime, and not everybody can or will do that. But I found it to be one of the game changers in my life in terms of productivity. Hello. I'm a new listener, and I just wanted you guys to know that the advice from your podcast has truly made an impact on my life. I'm a 24-year-old engineer that has had very little success with girls. As a guy with profound hearing loss, I struggle in loud, chaotic environments. It has had a detrimental effect on my confidence. It's embarrassing to be constantly saying, what, all the time, especially a third or fourth time. I get enormous pressure from my friends to go out to bars and try to pick up girls because they've had so much success. 
It's not even quote unquote picking up girls that I want, but I feel like I'll never find the one for me. Girls may sense my lack of confidence, but maybe I'm just not putting myself out there enough. Any advice? Thanks again. Hey, but good to hear from you. Thanks for writing in. I know it can be a little bit daunting to bear your soul to a stranger on the internet, but I appreciate you doing so. I'd say put yourself into situations where you are confident. Work with your strengths and your weaknesses and build strengths. Become a great dancer. You know, solid nonverbal communication is really going to be your wheelhouse here. And you're really setting yourself up to fail by going to places where you can't hear, then trying to talk in there. It looks like the areas where you're going are sort of your haunts by default, maybe the choice of your friends by not asserting what you think you're going to be successful in doing. If you're going to environments where you already know you struggle and then trying to do something that's outside your comfort zone, this is kind of the opposite of baby steps that are going to ensure success. So I think people People are sensing your lack of confidence, but it's because you're putting yourself in situations where you're basically setting yourself up to fail, where you have little experience and where the situation isn't to your advantage. So you need to find areas where you're going to be able to be confident, build your strengths in those areas, and then you can tackle the big, loud public venues that you're having a hard time with now. Dear Jordan, I've been dating a woman for nine months now. Things were going really well for the first six. For the last three, things have been tense. We're definitely experiencing bed death, and I have serious concerns that she might be getting it somewhere else. I'm not sure if I want to end things or not, but more importantly, I want to know if she's cheating on me. Then I'll know where to go from there. I figured you're the type of guys who know a thing or two about this. Signed, cheated on? Hey, man, sorry for first the bad news. Bed death is often a sign that she's getting it elsewhere. At best, it's a sign that she, or perhaps both of you, are bored with where things are at in your relationship, sexually speaking. The good news is it could very well just be the latter. Here are some other questions you can ask yourself to determine whether or not she's cheating. Is she busy all the time or all of the sudden? Is she paying way more attention to her appearance all of a sudden? New clothes, more makeup? Is she particularly concerned with you cheating on her all of a sudden? Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Does she spend less time with you? Way less time? Is she suddenly needing all kinds of girl time and working lots of overtime? Of course, none of this, even when taken all together, is going to tell you definitively whether or not she's cheating. I'd advise sitting down and having a very frank talk with her. This will tell you more than reading the tea leaves ever could. I hope this helps. Keep us posted and send me the extra details that I asked for in my email response, and we'll see if we can revisit this. As for the weekly video, I did a video on a train in China. It's about who has shaped you and encouraging you to reach out to them and going from there. It's a short one. I think it's really interesting. Lots of great feedback on that so far. A link to that blog post, that video directly is going to be at theartofcharm.com slash FMF37. That's theartofcharm.com slash FMF37. It's also one of the more recent videos if you're checking this in a timely fashion. Hope you all enjoyed that. Don't forget you can reach us at Friday at theartofcharm.com. We read everything. We'd love to hear from you. Quick shout out to David in Lithuania. He's a pro basketball player out there. He listens to AOC every day. And Roxy listening in Taipei, Taiwan, who I met while over here. And we were hanging out and found out she happened to be a fan of the art of charm. Very cool coincidence. And last but not least, Lee and Oliver from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Are you in a strange land listening to my familiar voice? If so, hit me up and I'll shout you out. More from The Art of Charm at theartofcharm.com. Now have a great weekend. Get out there and connect and leave everyone better than you found them. Thanks for listening to The Art of Charm. Get more confidence, relationship skills, life hacks, and everything for the extraordinary man 
at theartofcharmpodcast.com. 